0: The information presented in this podcast is of a general nature and is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. It should never be used as a substitute for mental care, medical care, prevention, diagnosis, counseling, treatment, or other services. Always consult a mental health professional before engaging in any activities discussed in this podcast. Thank you for listening. Have you ever wished for magical powers? Do you still await your Hogwarts acceptance letter? Well, welcome to Hogwarts. You are magical. And this is your invitation to join us in exploring the psychology behind the most magical series, Harry Potter. Welcome to Harry Potter therapy. Hello,
1: all you magical people out there, and thank you so much for tuning in to Harry Potter Therapy. I am your host, Dustin McGinnis. I am a musician, filmmaker, and all-around fanboy. And I'm
0: Dr. Janina Scarlett. I'm a clinical psychologist, author, and a full-time witch.
1: So today we are going to explore Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, Chapter 3, The Burrow. This chapter starts out with Harry realizing that the red hair and freckle face belong to his good friend, Ron.
0: Hiya, Harry! Ron! Fred! George! What are you all doing here? Rescuing you, of course! Now come on, get your trunk!
1: Ron and his brothers Fred and George have come to break Harry out. Essentially it's a jailbreak. (laughs) Jailbreak! Sorry. So essentially, Harry has to escape the muggle world in order to enter the magical one. Any thoughts on
0: this? In reading this chapter, now as an adult and now as a psychologist, what I saw is somebody who really needed to get away from their abusive family. I think sometimes being able to escape from somebody's abusive environment can be really difficult and even dangerous. And sometimes we need to have a friend to help us get away, even as the perpetrator of the abuse might try to hold back the person that they were abusing and try to get them back. And so here we were seeing Harry being rescued by his friends, the Weasleys, Ron, George, and Fred as the Dursleys were trying to hold him back. Come on, come on Harry. Come on, Harry. Hurry up. The is escaping! Ah, I'm to Let go of me! Oh, no, <sighs> You and that bloody pigeon aren't going anywhere. Get off! Drive! drive. On, 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 on. This is very similar to what some people experience when they have been essentially imprisoned or held hostage in their own home or being in some kind of an abusive environment. Sometimes when people first try to run away from their abuser, sometimes with the help of their friends, the abuser might try to stop them and be threatening as Uncle Vernon was in this case. And thankfully, Harry was able to make a safe escape as his family was really starving him. I don't know how much longer he would have survived in the kind of conditions that he lived in, so I'm very grateful to see that he was rescued. By the way, Harry, happy birthday.
1: Yeah, I mean, he had bars on his windows and he was on the second floor, so the way that the Weasleys arrive is in an enchanted car that flies. Do you find it interesting that Mr. Weasley works for the Ministry of Magic in the misuse of muggle artifacts department? yet he charms a car that can fly.
0: (laughs) Of course, that's kind of the humorous part of his character is that he is so enamored by muggle artifacts that in trying to figure out how they work, he sometimes enchants them, and he also collects them and he tries to make sense of them. So it's certainly peculiar that he enchanted this car to fly, And I think it's really endearing that his children end up stealing his car (laughs) to try to rescue Harry.
1: It's funny. He's very funny. He even says, there's multiple things in my garage that would probably get me put away in Azkaban forever (laughs) or something. (laughs) Because he does. He likes to fill around and he wants to know what is the function of a rubber duck. Once the Weasleys help Harry escape... Harry lets Hedwig out of her cage so she can fly alongside of them. Again, Harry is using his personal experiences to facilitate empathy. What is empathy and why is it so important?
0: Empathy is the ability to understand how somebody else feels in a particular situation. So Harry being imprisoned for that entire time allows him to see how nobody belongs in a cage and that Hedwig is probably restless and tired and probably doesn't want to be in her cage right now and so allowing her freedom he is allowing her to experience what he's experiencing now too. This chapter
1: is very exciting because it's Harry's in our first glimpse at what it's like to live inside a wizarding home. It's not much
0: but it's home. I think it's brilliant.
1: The Weasleys are such a wonderful family to introduce us to the magical side of living too. I love them. What function does the Burrow play in this chapter specifically, Derry?
0: Well, I think as you said, it is his first introduction to what a magical home looks like where dishes wash themselves and where the clocks not necessarily tell the time but the location of different kinds of family members. But I think even more so, it allows Harry to see what a home is. It allows him to see what it means to be in a loving home, in a place where people care about one another, where people support one another, where he can feel loved, where people can be happy to see him. So I think that again, here we're seeing the true magic of the series. We're seeing love and connection and family.
1: Speaking of family, when the boys arrive, Molly Weasley is tapping her foot, looking very mom-like with her hands on her hips. At first, she's very gentle with Harry, but she's really hard on the boys. What do you think is going on here?
0: I think that's the case for a lot of stringent parents. (laughs) I think that a lot of parents might be a lot more stringent and more strict with their own children than they might with others. I think that she's kind of letting harry off the hook i mean to be fair he didn't really do anything but it's really interesting how she's treating them here where have you been harry how wonderful to see you dear beds empty no note car gone you could have died you could have been seen of course i don't blame you harry dear
1: they were starving him Mum. Put bars on his window. Well, you best hope I don't put bars on your window, Ronald Weasley.
0: Come on, Harry. Time for a spot of breakfast. A lot of people might have this experience where their parents might have more patience for their friends than for them. And I think a lot of that might come from the parents having pretty high expectations of their own children and being more willing to tolerate imperfection in neighbors and strangers than in their own kids.
1: As she's getting mad and as a punishment for taking the bewitched car and worrying the heck out of her, Miss Weasley makes the boys do what's called denoming the garden. This process is kind of violent. Harry even has some apprehensions at first until one bites him on the hand. The process involves swinging them over your head like a lasso and essentially launching them as far as you can over the fence. I think Harry throws one like 50 feet or something. <laughs> if one bit me, I'd probably do the same thing. But the idea is to get them so dizzy that they can't return to their holes that they made. It's very interesting treatment of a living creature, don't you think?
0: <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I, in reading that uh, scene, I also thought that it certainly seems not very nice in treating the gnomes in that way. It seems like Mrs. Weasley does try to consult A book to try to see how to deal with household pests, but it seems like the family just relies on this like old method of throwing them as far as they can.
1: It's interesting you mentioned that she consults a book and this book has Gilderoy Lockhart in it and what that brings up is that JK Rowling uses a lot of foreshadowing. We're subtly introduced to two of the main characters of this particular book. In this chapter, one is Gilderoy Lockhart and the other is Ginny Weasley. What is the role of foreshadowing and what makes it so effective in storytelling?
0: We briefly met Ginny in the first book when Harry and Ron were getting on the platform nine and three quarters. Here we see Ginny as fancying Harry and having a crush on him.
1: Mommy, have you seen my jumper? Yes, it was on the cat.
0: How? What did I do? Ginny,
1: she's been talking about your summer.
0: Bit annoying, really. And we're also seeing that Gilderoy Lockhart has a lot of books and that Molly Weasley is a big fan. And
1: she Um, fancies him. And
0: she fancies him. I think you're right that J.K. Rowling uses a lot of foreshadowing here. And she talks about the kind of characters throughout the series that we see books later. Like in the first book, we saw that Hagrid was flying Sirius Black's bike and we don't meet that character until the Prisoner of Azkaban. And so I think that foreshadowing creates a really powerful effect in that it kind of very briefly introduces an idea, a concept, a character, so much so that it's so subtle that we almost ignore it. But then later, when this idea or character resurfaces, then now it is familiar and it's something that we'll pay stronger attention to. It creates a stronger emotional reaction. And it allows us to feel an emotion that much more intensely when this idea had been introduced previously. I think it's a really clever and really powerful method of writing, and I think that you're right. J.K. Rowling uses it really effectively.
1: So I do want to talk about one more character before we end this chapter, and that's the lovable Mister Weasley.
0: Morning, Weasleys. Morning,
1: what a night. Nine raids. Nine! great. Dad works in the Ministry of Magic, in the Misuse of Muggle Artifacts office. Dad loves muggles. Thinks they're fascinating. From liking the pesky garden gnomes because they're funny or finding joy in the function of rubber ducks, like we mentioned earlier, Mr. Weasley lives life with a childlike wonder. And who are you?
0: Oh, sorry, sir.
1: I'm Harry, sir. Harry Potter. Good Lord. Are you
0: really? Well... Ron's told us all about you, of course. When did you he get here? This morning. Your sons flew that enchanted car of yours to Surrey and back last night. Did you really? How'd it go? Oh, did no, it, no. I mean, that was very wrong indeed, boys. Very wrong of you. Now, Harry, you must know all about muggles. Tell me, what exactly is the function of a rubber duck? How
1: important is it for us to embrace innocence and these innocent sparks of joy in such way?
0: I think he's absolutely endearing as a character. Many people, as we get a little bit older, as we maybe enter adolescence or adulthood, we lose that childlike wonder. But I think that it allows us to see the world through fresh eyes, to really admire different kinds of creations or different kinds of technology and you know just the world around us and they think that because of his childlike wonder i think arthur weasley experiences a lot of joy and excitement in his life i think he is able to practice gratitude he's able to experience that sense of awe which actually interestingly enough research has shown that that sense of awe a w e provides anti-inflammatory effects on the body so it can actually be really healthy for us to experience that
1: what about the (laughs) awe
0: actually that also creates a really powerful effect on the body so the effect of awe a w w is likely to produce a release of a hormone called oxytocin it's a hormone we talk a lot about and that is usually when we see for example adorable little puppies or kittens or little dobbies or little dobbies and when we go off and we just want to protect them and, and hug them and support them
1: I think this is a perfect opportunity for us to end this chapter or episode I should say again my name is Dustin you can find me on Twitter at The Valiant Geek
0: and I am Dr. Janina Scarlett. You can find me on Twitter at ShadowQuell or Dr. Janina Scarlett Official on Instagram.
1: If you would like to learn more about Harry Potter therapy, you can check out Dr. Scarlett's book, Harry Potter Therapy, an unauthorized self-help book from the restricted section. Thank you so much for tuning in and have a magical day, everybody.